0: Welcome to Red Rank Podcast. I'm your host, The Crow Show. So first off, happy New Year, happy 2023. I hope you had a safe and wonderful holidays. Um uh, I I relaxed, I chill, chilled at home, watched some movies and ate some nachos and tacos and all the good food. It was nice. <laughs> uh but yeah, I just want to thank anybody who's listening to this podcast currently and the people who aren't here, you're you're jerks, you're mean. Why aren't you listening? On today's episode, I'm very happy to bring an interview with Dylan KG of I'm All Ears Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to Dylan's podcast as well. I'll leave links to all of Dylan's socials in the the show notes, and of course, there's links to mine as well. We talked about Dead by Daylight, some balancing stuff, eruption, and more importantly, we talked a lot about life, like talking about like things outside of Dead by Daylight and content creation and finding that balance. It was a really fun conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, As always, please make sure you like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the interview. All right, welcome in, everybody. I'm so excited to bring the next guest on our show. I'm here with Dylan KG, who's a partner Twitch streamer, fog whisperer for Dead by Daylight, and co host of Amalia's um, podcast. Uh, his pronouns are he, him, and I always forget to do this. My pronouns are he, him. I should get into the habit of introducing you with my pronouns as well. Uh, Dylan, welcome in. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I woke up 15 minutes before this because it's a oh. Saturday, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm I'm properly refreshed. Yeah, no, I'm good.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, me too. I'm I'm super refreshed. I was I sent you a message. I was like, man, I was up late because I had this really cute round, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like there was, uh, yeah. It's just sometimes you run into people just randomly in games and just have a really fun time, and that seems to be rarer these days in Dead by Daylight. <laughs>
1: It does, yeah. It feels like the the good moments are are like quick. I'm not getting to a whole tangent here, but it seems like it's like, oh, thanks for the hatch killer. And like that's the whole interaction versus yeah. like the toxic interactions get blown much larger.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Yeah, totally. There definitely seems to be like, uh, I think that as much as we'd love to say we love the positive interactions, it feels like the community is more drawn to the You know this streamer rage rage quit, and here's the footage of me teabagging him and making him mad.
1: I want to I want to go like the philosophical route and be like, that's just human nature, man. But like Mm -hmm. I don't know it it is it is. I I thought about this yesterday. I was like, you know, I I don't know. That type of content has kind of taken off, and no judgment to anybody who makes that content. Same here, yeah. Uh, it's something that I, I've chosen not to do because I'm not sure that it's actually very helpful. I think I think it kind of goes the other way, and I think it kind of I don't know. I, I feel like people take their cues from from what they see and watch and consume, and um. Uh, so I don't know, but yeah, it, yeah, the the toxic stuff, uh, or or the the nicer, kinder, wholesome memeing is is uh, you know, you don't see it as much, or it's not as expected. I guess you know.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I, I think it's that's one angle I want to approach with content creation because yeah, I had this really cute round last night where it was one of those rare nights where I was playing really efficiently as killer. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, it was like, Oh, I've already killed one person. And there's only one gen fixed and I'm playing Myers on the game. Like this should not be possible. And, (laughs) um, and so I would just, I was just memeing with people when I could. And, letting people get flashlight saves and letting letting them get their locker stuns and stuff like that and i think everybody had a good time and bring that to the community and say hey this this is this was fun like you should try this sometime you know like (laughs) when you realize things are going a certain way maybe it's time to just you know we all love to 4k at five gens but Sometimes yeah. that's just not like even when you win and quote unquote win in this game, sometimes it doesn't feel good. You ever feel like yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Especially when
1: there's a DC or something, you're like, OK, well, yeah, yeah, I guess I should take my foot off the gas now because nothing oh, matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. And, and the cool thing is with that, that interaction I had last night, that person was streaming as well. So I was like, well, I don't mm. want to eliminate the streamer. Like, that's just not not a good vibe. So. Mm -hmm, yeah yeah. i had a good good time with that good um but yeah uh, again thank you for for being on the show and uh agreeing to come on here because we've been following each other on twitter for a little bit now Uh and i always i think that's where i found you first was through twitter because like people retweet your stuff and i i really enjoy the opinions you have because you back them up with how you feel like sometimes people just post like you no know, dead heart is op and like well, that's it right right <laughs> um yeah. but you're like dead heart is very strong here's why here's mm-hmm. something i think we could change with it so that's Thank why you. i was so excited when you reached out because i posted a tweet saying hey does it do any mutuals want to come and talk about eruption because i think eruption's a major issue in the in the game right now and yeah <laughs> um it it uh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> and I saw you tweet about this before. You said I, something to the effect of, you know, the current meta is pretty boring, but I'm I'm still having fun with the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I re- really appreciate that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you, like, if you could elaborate on that, what you mean by the current meta. Because there, there's actually people who might sure. be listening who may not be aware of what we're talking ah. about when we say the current meta, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah. DBD is in its, uh, it's in a different phase right now. Yeah. Um, I, I think you could always say any given phase of dead by daylight's boring, you know, whether it's the survivor healing meta or the, we're in the gen kick era, um, mm-hmm. uh, kind of to, to round it out without going on too long. Um, a, a lot of perks were reworked. Um, I, I think really early this year, um, like springtime, I think is kind mm-hmm. of when it was, but. Um, and I, I kind of talked about this in a video, but previously a lot of the slowdown perks that killers had were, you know, pop goes the weasel scourge hook or, you know, um, jolt scourge, uh, or mm-hmm. jolt slash surge. Um, right. but, but, you know, most of these slowdown perks required that you down somebody, you hook somebody, you, you sort of had to earn your slowdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, more recently, um, behaviors made it so, as sort of a pseudo buff to killer, the the what I would say the harder role. They took a lot of those barriers and restrictions away by buffing eruption call and, and call of brine now exists, and they buffed overcharge. Um, and so mm-hmm. we're in an era of DVD where killers can walk up to a generator and kick it, and call of Brine and overcharge they proc and they're regressing this gen by hundreds of percents of of regression per second um mm-hmm. and then if they down somebody then eruption goes off and and really the i think the biggest problem with this is eruption kind of what you mentioned um, yeah so for those of you unsure or newer or uh I- any gen that a killer kicks um if eruptions up and not in cooldown it, it will prime it for eruption um mm-hmm. from the killer perspective any gen they kick turns yellow so you could have four yellow gens that you've kicked yeah and then when you down a survivor all of those gens explode i think they lose 12 percent. is that right i, I um, think it's
0: 10 10 10 percent
1: they lose 10 percent progress which isn't like that's not bad but um anyone who's working on those gens becomes incapacitated which they they can't they can't touch a totem. They can't heal. They can't work a gen for like 25 seconds, I think. Yep.
0: Yeah, 25. Yeah,
1: And that buys the killer time to go kick or to, to hook the person and then to just start kicking gens again and then get into the next chase. And so I think we're seeing a lot of killers that aren't aren't really learning killer they're kind of slowing the game down so much with eruption that there's no pallets left and now they're getting like pretty easy downs and now nobody can fight against it. And it there, so they're just like stalemating the match out until Mm -hmm. they eventually come out on top. Um, and so that's the era we're kind of in with like the, the meta for, for killer and how that's all functioning.
0: Yeah. And and, that's a great summary because like, I'm more or less a survivor main these days. I just find it easier to sit there and, talk to anybody who's in my Twitch stream, um, and just, uh, you know, miss skill checks, of course, (laughs) (laughs) sitting there talking about what you had for dinner and what you're going to have for dinner tomorrow and all this stuff, whatever comes up Mm -hmm. and you miss skill checks. But yeah, the, uh, the most fun part of being a survivor is getting chased and that's just not happening as much now because, killers just want to kick gens. they got to get their they got to get their eruption on every generator (laughs) and Mm -hmm. like
1: it
0: it can be really frustrating because i don't run i actually don't really run exhaustion perks when i play survivor um i just uh that's just the way i like to approach it i'll have like either i I usually have like an altruistic build i'll I'll have like healing perks and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and uh or information perks um but yeah, when you're not running exhaustion perks and you're still not getting chase, like that just, those exhaustion perks to me would be even more wasted in, the, right. in yeah. what we're dealing with now. <clears throat> and of course, the longer the game gets prolonged, the more that tilts it into the killer's favor, right? Because like yep. you're, you're breaking pallets, breaking chase, you're like, okay, well, you know, I broke that pallet and this pallet. I'll go to this part of the map. I'll kick these gens again, get call of brine on them again, um, break some more pallets. And then yep. when they do eventually have to get chases finished, there's fewer pallets left. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's a weird spot right now. Cause mm-hmm. you're just like, Oh man, shoot. Somebody else dropped all these pallets already. <laughs> and yeah. so it's, it's yeah. a tough spot. It's a tough it's, spot. Um, we're in,
1: it, yeah, it it's really bad for solo queue. I think. Yeah. E- even last night, um, I I think I played four rounds with just the the community, no mm-hmm. comms, just like, hey, you guys hop in, let's get some games, and yeah. we see one side of it where killers will drop a chase to go kick a gen. Yeah. And I was running alert last night, so every single kick I got to see across the map, and I was like, oh, I see you over there, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, most killers got two hooks three hooks because they they just weren't and and we knew what was going on but when you're in that solo queue environment where you get a mixed bag of players one person with like 50 hours and one person with 500 hours like then you see that mixed bag of like one person continuously going down and now they're Mm -hmm. dead and now there's only three and yeah that makes eruption. And, and those kinds of things even more painful when none of us are going down eruption doesn't matter. You kick as many gens as you want, bud. All right, Wesley, yeah. let's do it, you know, but mm-hmm. you know, when there's that kind of weaker link or, or when they're just good enough that the, you know, like what you said, they're, they're out of pallets. It's, it's, it's painful. Um, it is. So.
0: Oh, oh, totally. And um, I saw that like, uh, I wanted to touch really quick on, you know the dwelf on the dead by daylight <laughs> <laughs> twitter account mm-hmm. revealed a screenshot that shows like the hopefully upcoming ptb where they're going to show status indicators of what each survivor is working on so yep. like on the on the heads up display overlay what have you they showed a screenshot where it was like one person's working on a generator. So there's a generator icon. One person's looting a chest. You see a little chest icon. One person was like cleansing a totem so you could see the totem. And one yep. person was in chase. And I th- watched one of your YouTube videos and you, you, I think you you said it's not going to be enough for solo queue, right?
1: I don't. <laughs> I I think <laughs> it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think that... Um... I think there's a stark difference between somebody having information and then somebody knowing what to do with that. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And and I think you'll see a lot of moments in solo queue where it's like, okay, three people are on a gen. One person's on hook. And then suddenly you see everybody get off a gen. And then everybody gets back on because they're like, oh, we're all going for on hook. And that's still bumbling, fumbling moment. I think there will be a lot of times where like that doesn't happen. And like I said, I think I think it's a step in the the right direction in terms of like when you start to hit that middle of the road, like you're just getting smart enough that's going to start mm-hmm. feeding you info. And I think I think it'll be good there, but I think there's going to be also a lot of like. Ugh, ace you were on like four totems that round what were you doing ace is like i don't know man there could have been no Ed. i was just yeah you know like i think there'll be a lot of
0: mudslinging for it yeah he's like i had a tome challenge (laughs) right yeah that's a cleanse 30 totems
1: (laughs) yeah Um, so there's positives and negatives i i think i don't think it like it won't level that playing field between solo and swift um yeah very few things would it's a step in the right direction though for sure yeah
0: yeah. And we don't know all the details just yet. Like exactly. what I'm really hoping for is that they're also going to be like, Hey, we have a communication wheel where you can press like your own controller, or hit R1. And all of a sudden you have eight things you can say to your teammates saying like, mm-hmm. I've got the hook, I'm fixing a jam, whatever, you know, yeah. <laughs> like give us something. Cause uh, yeah, you're right. Like, Uh, Even a a very strong perk like Windows of Opportunity, really great perk, gives you great information for which tiles are safe and which are not so safe. But even with that information, (laughs) I find the less skilled players will just run to the pallet and wait there and then drop it and then run to the next pallet and wait there and then drop rather than like try to run around that tile a few times, yeah, you know, get the entity blocker on the window and then drop the pallet. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's, what's going to happen with these indicator things. You're right. Like, sure. People are going to know what each person is doing, but they're not necessarily going to know exactly what to do. And, Mm-hmm. That's what makes this game so difficult, right? It's like, <laughs> it's, uh, like the, the learning curve, I think, is pretty steep, and uh, you you don't always know what to do, and yeah, it's it's tough. And yeah, it's a majority of the player base plays solo queue because it's hard. It's hard to find friends to play with. Yeah, <laughs> it shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah, and me like. I've had so many, so many friends who've quit the game over the last year or two, and I, I totally get that. Like, you know, they move on to other things, and yeah. But yeah, there was a time when I could ping some friends and be like, "Hey, do you guys want to play some DVD tonight?" We'd all jump on comms on Discord and right goof around, and uh, doesn't doesn't really happen as much anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. DVD is
1: uh, definitely a, a game that, like, I think
0: people play in phases for yeah.
1: sure
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah that, that's one thing i wanted to ask you about too like what's what's your experience with dbd like how did you get into it and what got you into it when you first yeah. started playing
1: i think i really picked it up right around the time legion dropped um which is okay. fairly early in their their sort of life cycle um but it was kind of just a party game um the barrier for entry was like really tough to you know kind of figure out back then there weren't tutorials and weren't, uh, yeah, you were just thrown to the wolves. Um, (laughs) yeah. And I, I played it for a little bit and I, I put it down and I I was like, this is neat. I'd played on stream with like the community, every Mm -hmm. blue moon. Um, and then, um, actually an ex girlfriend at the time was really into dead by daylight and really liked to watch puppers ironically. Um, so I like watched a lot of, and then I, I really got into it for a while Mm -hmm. there it was hard to make the transition as a streamer to like play DVD. So I kept doing what I was doing and kind of backed off of it, but I eventually came yeah. back around cause I was doing variety and I'll be honest with you. If you guys are variety streamers out there, you guys are uh, a different cut of meat. Cause I can't oh, yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's tough, <laughs> um, right? Yeah. To yeah, it was it's it was too tough to like play a different game and then watch the numbers fall and be like, ah, what am I doing? Um, yeah. So I was like, I, I want to focus on a game. I want to learn it very well. I feel like that plays to my skill sets. And so I sat down and, um, God, two years ago, 2020, like pandemic ish, mm-hmm. was like, all right, we're we're gonna play Dead by Daylight. I'm gonna learn this game, and I'm gonna help people, other people, learn this game. And that's yeah. uh, kind of where my YouTube caught. Uh, and took off a little bit there and cool um yeah it's it's been i think it's two to three years now i got about four thousand hours for one or something on pc and then on i play on playstation i have it on switch i have six different Mm -hmm. accounts for this game i just oh i didn't know that that's cool that's awesome Um, especially because we you know we do the the boot camp videos and we try Mm -hmm. to help you know, players learn. So for me, I, I put in some time on controller to be sure that I kind of understand what mm-hmm. people are going through with that. And, and so yeah. I try to play everywhere a little bit. So,
0: Oh yeah. One of my best friends plays on controller on Xbox, and and yeah. I, I didn't realize like, you know, even when you're, when you're injured and they come to heal you, if they're, they're like close to a pallet or a window, they're like they're prone it. to just like <laughs> drop it or just vault mm-hmm. away. And you're like, come on heal me you're like that's just (laughs) controller things (laughs) you know like like, "Ah, yeah see you later (laughs) yeah
1: or like you're you'll be injured if you have self-care you go to unhook and you just start self-caring you're like oh Oh, yeah my bad let me (laughs) (laughs) it happens a lot yeah
0: that that happens i i got caught in 4k once by my friends my best friend we were on comms just the two of us playing um and I had self-care botany knowledge, and this was after the self-care like hard nerf. And nah, uh yeah. and so everybody's like, no, don't ever use self-care, it's terrible. I, I use it sometimes. Like I, I don't I don't hate it. Yeah. And uh yeah, I picked her up off the hook, I was injured, she was injured. I was like, okay, let me heal you first. Cause I also ran desperate measures, which you get 12% healing speed for every injured survivor. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's better if I heal you first. And so I hit M one on my mouse, and then I started self caring. And she's like, "Wait, you're using self care?" I'm like, "No, no, no, you didn't no, see you that." You saw nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. the, the game glitched. <laughs> yeah, it's a bug. Uh, yeah. um. <laughs> Weird bug. Yeah, it was not. It was not self care. I assure you. Yeah, and and. That's like part of what I like to do with this game, especially more recently because mm-hmm. the meta is just, it, the meta right now just focuses on generators, right? Like generators are like mm-hmm. the the builds now. It's like you're using build to last and like hyper-focus and stake out with whatever else, prove thyself usually with a commodious toolbox and like max charges as a survivor and I was trying that last night. I just, I don't know if I'm bad at the game, but <laughs> I, I couldn't stay on a gin for more than six seconds. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it seems like a lot of the builds focus solely on generators. So I, I like mm-hmm. to try and mix it up with yeah. different builds. and
1: Yeah. And I, uh, I, I think that kind of goes back to maybe what you mentioned earlier of like it. I think that's a good way to look at it too, is it, it I think it is kind of like a, and Ouroboros of like, well, survivors are going to run hyperfocus and a toolbox and a, you know, and fast track or whatever, which I don't think is that strong. But besides mm, yeah. the point, point. Um, <laughs> and so killers are like, well, I got to run my four slowdown perks. And then
0: yeah.
1: it's just a cycle where like one side justifies what they're doing based on the other. And it's tough because, yeah, I think I think it's like it's such a gen focused era right now, which is yeah. pretty unlike anything we've ever seen, I, I think really you know there there have been times where it's like old old hex ruin was like really annoying or oh yeah undying was specifically like really annoying
0: but oh yeah you'd have to cleanse ruin like four times <laughs> yeah
1: which i kind of missed that but it's <laughs> it, it worked in my favor so of course i would yeah. miss that um yeah but uh but yeah it's 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 interesting now um because it feels like both survivor survivor several dlc releases in a row has gotten several gen speed up perks and Mm -hmm. well i don't think like hyper focus is super problematic at certain levels of gameplay i think you have to be pretty skilled to to get it to to work out for you you have to waste time to get stakeout stacks and stuff i I do think that it, it reinforces a mentality in killer players and anytime i try to like help killer players learn it's and we were doing boot camp last night and somebody broke a chase to kick a gen. And I was like, I understand the mentality of like, I'm supposed to defend gens, so I should kick gens, but mm-hmm. the best defense is getting people off of them via like having them on hooks or forcing them to heal, yeah. or for, you know. Um, and that's that's a hard, hard thing to teach people, especially when mm-hmm. they're not skilled at chase or they're not efficient, or they're oh, and yeah. so. it it's it's tough and and really if I'm being totally honest, if we if we nerf eruption, does it stop people running for slowdowns? No, mm-hmm. um, but it, it, I think it'll. It I think, and I say this lovingly, killer players. I think it will force all of you to reconsider how you're playing the game. Um, yeah. If eruption goes, I, I you know if you're running brine, overcharge, deadlock, and corrupt, and you're still getting stomped out, okay maybe the perks have been carrying us down this road for a while. Maybe we need to yeah. actually dig in here. So mm-hmm. um, in terms of eruption nerfs, you'd mentioned an eruption nerf that I, yeah. I disagreed with, but like, I think yeah. it's a really good yeah. like road to sort of travel here. But what, what was your proposed idea on Twitter? Oh
0: yeah. My idea was uh, sure. If you kick, uh, kick a gen that procs eruption on the generator, and when the killer downs any survivor, that gives a difficult skill check to anybody working on a gen. And if they hit the skill check, no eruption for the killer. But if they miss it, yeah, sure, you the gen blows up for 10%, and that person's incapacitated for 25 seconds. Um, um I, I proposed that and a lot of people are like, well, that would make eruption useless. And I'm like, Ooh, now you're onto something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, really, I like this idea. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 understand where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What, well, what, what, what have you liked when talking about this? Like what's, what do you like? What would you like to see for a change for eruption? Yeah.
1: That's, um that's really tough. I, I would like to see more, um, I, I love gen locking. I, I think when a, the entity <laughs> locks, I think that is like the era I would love to see, like,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, um, yeah.
1: but like that, that's really tough, you know, cause like with, with your proposed change, I, I like the idea and somebody else mm-hmm. mentioned it of like survivors having a choice in whether they're affected by it. Um, The problem is it disproportionately affects new survivors and skilled survivors get away oh, yeah. without a problem. That's true. And so yeah. when when I consider like what would be a good change for it, I, I I'm not sure. I, I think for me, yeah. um maybe make it so it can only proc on so many generators, but that still doesn't mm-hmm. really fix a three gen situation. Oh yeah. Um maybe changing incapacitated and in how it <laughs> functions um entirely. I I believe uh there was there was somebody who'd mentioned sort of making it so that it let me see if i can find it actually cuz i don't want to i don't want to stumble over this and misrepresent it here oh yeah um, but there there were we had some interesting conversations about it um i mentioned that i i think i would like if honestly it, it kind of did what old hex ruin did um yeah which it does it does punish new players harder but i think everything does um mm-hmm. so that's like a hard conversation to have but um what what i'd like to see more is um perhaps, um, all right, killer can kick two or three gens, whatever. When they get it down, it loses 10%. And then for 25 seconds, any skill check that uh, a survivor gets on the gen, if they don't get a great skill check, then they lose 1% progress. So if they get mm-hmm. a good skill check, it, it just kind of fizzles. And then, you know, oh the, yeah. the, the way that that kind of works, what people used to do, because this is how old, <laughs> hex ruin was for those of you that don't know is is unless you hit a great skill check a skill check would cause slight regression um you might be like that's awful but you would go four five six seconds of progress get a skill check lose one percent you know like it it wasn't this huge it was annoying but Mm -hmm. um so what people used to do is just tap the gen so they would just touch the gen and get off touch (laughs) the gen and so like they never would get skill checks um yeah I think there are coding ways to get around that. Now I think behavior could work around like, okay, well if you mm-hmm. get off the gen, then it locks or I don't know something like that, that seems yeah. a little drastic, but yeah, um, I would like just more things like that. Um, Cause I think incapacitated is like mending. I think it should be a status effect that's used very sparingly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't like that Legion uses mending as like a primary mechanic. I don't think oh, that's yeah. good. Mending yeah. as a consequence to dead hard or BT. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. incapacitated with Victor, like makes sense or some other future killer power. But, um, oh, yeah. as a, as a feature of a perk, I think it's a little, um, I, I just, even if you made it so you could do totems or chests, I still think that yeah. you would find like three gen situations impossible to, Oh, uh, cool. I'm can't touch a gen. I guess I'll go find a totem, like, you know, yeah. I, yeah. I,
0: I, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, it's anything else, but sit here for 25 seconds.
1: Right. And- exactly.
0: Yeah. I've had scenarios and of course I play solo queues. So working on a gin, I get hit with eruption and like five seconds later, uh, an injured survivor runs up to me. Maybe the person who just got off hook, they're like, heal me. And I'm like, ah, I can't, (laughs) I can't heal you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we definitely need to kind of examine how like some of that sort of functions. But you know, I I I wouldn't be opposed to more like locking, or, but again, yeah. if eruption locks a gen for twenty seconds um, and can lock four gens at a time, I that's why I mean Grim and Brace, you have to hook four people to get every gen to lock, which yeah. at a certain level of play just doesn't is is not easy to do. um, yeah. you know, to to go through and hook every single person. So obviously, it's a mechanic that the the developers are very like wary of overusing. Um, mm-hmm. so it, it's, it's tough to know what the right answer is. I, I, I don't think incapacitated yeah. is, is great, but I, I would love just some sort of interesting augmentation, um, mm-hmm. to the way skill checks show up or what happens after that initial explosion that makes it a little interesting. Maybe, yeah. uh, yeah, uh, proc some sort of merciless storm type thing or, yeah, I don't know.
0: Um, yeah I, I agree with you it's something something does need to change uh because yeah the funny thing is like I'll, I'll get people on my tiktok comments saying like oh you're just you're just not good at the game you just need to know when people are going down i'm like okay well how do i do that and they're like well you <laughs> yeah. just you need to run um empathy open-handed bonds and they're telling me all of these perks i need to run so that i know when somebody's going down but even those don't help me. Right. Cause I can't see right. the killer's aura. I don't know. Even if I see somebody running, I don't know how close they are to a window. I don't know if they've already dropped a pallet in their air. Like there's so many right. factors. It's like,
1: and you're just like getting off the gen every two seconds. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it's, it's a, it's a really weird spot to be in. And, yeah. and, um, uh, I even got a clip of, of aughts saying straight up, like, yeah, this, this perk is a problem. And, mm-hmm anybody who says otherwise is just trying to gaslight everybody. <laughs> <'cause> it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. yes, odds, oh, you're correct. <laughs> Somebody. Yeah, but the, it, the thing is, I, I think most people do agree, like in the, the content yeah. creation space.
1: That yeah.
0: Something, something needs to change. And um, I
1: think, you know, I think the people defending it are obviously the people benefiting from it. And mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. I, I think, I think we should all be a little bit better about going like, yeah, I benefit from this, but also it definitely needs, like, we all loved ruin undying. If we, if you played killer, oh, oh yeah. you loved Ruin. Oh yeah. Undying. It was a problem. It had to go. Um,
0: yeah. It's, it's cause, okay. Cause that one, you could just chase people nonstop and yeah, your kind of totems would to do your, do your work for you. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah and that's, um, that's the era I would kind of like to see. Behavior, you know, I, I really love corrupt and deadlock. Like a lot of killers. I'll just use corrupt and deadlock and I, I don't kick gens and it's just chase, chase, chase. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, I would like to figure out a way to kind of get more back to that. Um, somehow, Mm -hmm. you know, the kicking gens is, is it, it creates bad habits for killers. And then the killers that break chase to kick gens are like, wow, well, gens go too quick. And, Mm -hmm yeah I, I ruin undying was like such an interesting era of DVD, i think
0: yeah oh yeah people would use small game from time to time you don't Ooh. see that like ever <laughs> no, right no. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's yeah. so many perks that just don't get used because why would you when
1: yeah i mean know? that's ruined now right why run it at all I mean, yeah ever yeah um a hundred percent regression and maybe it just disappears
0: maybe ruins the hero we need <laughs> yeah yeah bring it the, back. the
1: hero we didn't deserve for a while yeah <laughs> um yeah i i i talked about this a bit i was like i don't mind ruin going away after someone dies i think that makes sense right oh yeah um, yeah at a low level of of with the new players like yeah ruin could be debilitating um mm-hmm. but 100 percent regression like you're telling yeah. me it would take a whole minute and a half to lose 25% no nah, i'm good i'll just do anything else
0: actually <laughs> yeah oh yeah. yeah you're better off running like sloppy butcher or something like that cuz that's yeah, more consistent that's use kind of built in regression that's what i've been tinkering with when i said i'm trying to use non meta perks like i've actually had good success using like distressing and unnerving presence and sloppy butcher and chlorophobia Mm -hmm. And I'll use that on just like clown or even blight, uh, just random killers. Uh, Um, and yeah, people missing skill checks, you know, because of sloppy, they're losing their health when they're trying to heal. It just, it just wastes so much of their time. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those builds that really, that one still, even that one that does punish solo queue to a certain effect because like, They can't just go on comms and say, "Hey, let's all spread out and let's fix gens separately, and let's not heal." (laughs) Like let's approach this like it's Legion or something. Right. It's
1: um. It's interesting because I don't. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there's ever really been an anti-healing killer meta. I mean, there's some perks in Calrophobia. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, and you you could say forced penance, but let's look me dead in my eyes with forced penance. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But I, I think that might be interesting because I, I think I think some of the best slowdown in the game is like when survivors have to clump up and heal and go unhook mm-hmm. and, you know, um, so I think focusing on the other areas of the game that you can slow down really helps mm-hmm. you there. Um, you know, if you can hit one person and then hit another person and OK, now they have to heal. I'm going to commit to one. And oh, I, yeah, I think I. I an anti-heal sort of set of perks or some reworks for it. And the sloppy rework has been really good. Um, oh yeah. Especially with nurses, like yeah. I'm going to catch you, you burn that med kit. I'm going to run you right off. Of it. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. um,
0: that yeah. stuff works really well. Oh, totally. And yeah, that silly build that I have, it rips through those squads that are running, you know, three med kits and yeah. a toolbox because, um, which one is it? Overwhelming presence. I think, Sucks up their items like it makes uh-huh. it,
1: yeah. They use more charges,
0: 100%. yeah. I think it's a hundred percent more. I think, I think Jeez. it's a hundred percent. It's like really aggressive, yeah. So, um, <laughs> it <laughs> it's is really aggressive, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm forever going to try find builds that mix up the meta a little bit. And, um, and yeah, last night I think I hit a really sweet spot with it. It wasn't just that one game, it was I had about three or four games in a row. Where I was like, oh my gosh, I've got like crazy pressure on these guys. They're all injured. Let's go to the other side of the map. Let's go break doors and stuff and let's let them heal. Yeah. <laughs> and then let's restart this game again. because <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Otherwise, yeah, yeah I could have slugged like all four of them at four gens. And like, that's just, to me, that's not fun. Like, that's, no. and they're not having fun with that. That's, I know what it's like to be on the receiving end of that. And,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting. I saw a prominent content creator talk or, or post a tweet yesterday about the the sort of lack of empathy that a lot of players have of like, mm-hmm. well, I don't care about their fun um, sort of. Oh, yeah. And you don't see that often in content creators, I, you know, to hear you be like, well, I've been on the other end. I I don't think mm-hmm. that's I, why. Yeah. Why do I need to play that? You know, mm-hmm. um, it is, is interesting. There's a lot of respect there for that, because I, I think. I think whether it draws a certain type of person or whether it's just games as a whole, I think we, we see that a lot. And and I think that plays into, like, I need to run all four strongest perks I can get as killer because I need to win all the time. And, and yeah. it's it's interesting how, like, hardcore people take a game.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, I saw that tweet as well. And I, I maybe that's where it started with me, with the, the games I had last night. So I was maybe. like... Yeah, I could I could like end the game here, but like that's not fun for them. They're not getting many blood points out of this. There was one game where like for the for the survivors brought like bloody party streamers and like cakes and stuff. So I was like, well, you know, it's not fun if you bring all of that and you still only end up with like 20 K <laughs> blood points. Right. Like that's pretty lame. So let's yeah. let them get some heels in. And Yeah, I think there definitely needs to be more of that. And, uh, I'll do that as survivor too. Like, I'll be like, Hey, this is, this is a cute Billy who is trying one of the most difficult killers to, to master and can be countered with vaulting through a window or dropping a pallet. And these generators are flying. Okay. Let's just do anything else, but fix a generator. Let's go look for totems. Let's go watch these chases. You know, (laughs) let's, uh, Let's let's not speed run this poor Billy. And um, yeah, I I think I would love to see more people doing that, Uh, especially in in a game where I don't know. I I, I don't know if it's been this way the entire time, but it feels like the end game chat can be kind of more heated than usual. And uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that's just, and, and even in one of those like cute games I played, um, there was one person was still mad at me. <laughs> I was like, "What? You're, uh, you're bad. You're trash. Trash killer. Piece of shit." And I'm like, uh, "Excuse me? <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. I uh, let you guys <laughs> get points in, but yeah, sure. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah. um. Yeah. The one thing I, I was curious to ask you about, like, sure. what have you learned through? um through your boot camp uh sessions that you do like what what are some takeaways you've learned as you like reflect on that whole process of you know teaching people more yeah. efficient ways to play and stuff like that
1: That's a that's a good question. I think I think it's taught me a lot of um empathy, you know, when I when I first started doing tutorials I didn't have that many hours in the game, like mm-hmm. I you know, over two years, I've gotten basically 4,000 hours. Like it's just, um, so when I, when I started making tutorials and stuff on YouTube, I, I was like, look, I'm not that good, but I'm better than new players. So that's yeah. the approach here. But the further I get away from how many, from where I started, the more I sort of forget what that new, new person experience is. I forget what their questions were, or what they were confused about. So there's a lot of empathy now for people that, you know, like they, are bombarded by the amount of things this game throws at you visually and and in terms of audio. So there's a lot of empathy for like that learning process. Yeah. Um, And then I think the rest of it is that like, it's so easy to forget that people don't know what they don't know. Um,
0: Oh yeah. And and
1: I think that that's a huge reason why we see people slap on a ton of perks or um, we, you know, survivors only, you know, get on youtube and they type how to loop better because they don't understand Mm -hmm. that like well maybe looping is part of the problem but their time efficiency or spreading out or all these things are part of the the bigger picture you know um so a lot of there's a lot of like unspoken things in this game so Mm -hmm. the boot camps taught me a lot of patience and a lot of empathy with new people the first boot camp we ever did was um somebody who was a brand new killer on nintendo switch and it was like
0: Oh, cool! It was okay.
1: So, so like Nintendo Switch, New Killer, yeah. we're taking it to the basics, and um, yeah, it's it's humbling to to remember where we all came from. We all played like mm-hmm. absolute garbage pails, you know, our, oh, our yeah. first hundred hours. So, yeah, it's um, I think it's important for everybody to go back and everybody to really remember. You know, it, there there was a golden time when you booted this game up and you were like scared of everything and. Oh yeah, wowed or impressed like oh myers is chasing cheryl from silent hill that's wild
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and
1: we all get in the weeds now about meta and perks and i i think sometimes to sit back and go like this is a pretty sick game like it's a pretty it's a fun deal uh yeah yeah i think that's that's also probably one of the takeaways of like it's not as toxic and bad as it we just kind of submerge ourselves on the internet and oh yeah but there's a lot of good and there's a lot of like Fun in this thing, and uh that's always a good sort of I guess base to kind of come back to and, and recenter myself after yeah being perpetually online um oh yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> I agree with you, a hundred percent, and I think like there there are some people who listen who are content creators, yeah, my friend Jess, for example, who's probably listening as we're we're speaking um. I think it's important to look back at your early stuff too and just realize where you came from. I was going through old clips, like when I first started playing this game essentially, there was one clip where I think it was an Oni was in his power and he went rushing past me and I was behind a rock and I was hiding and I was like, you know, you know, trying to avoid his his POV. And he rushed past me. I was like, oh, my God, you guys, did you see that? He didn't see me. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's like somebody clip it, clip it. We got to clip that. And it yeah. was like a nothing play. But to you me just at the time, in. I thought it was so cool. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, the only didn't see me. What a dumb idiot. And it's like, <laughs> of course, he didn't see me. Why would he know I was there? <laughs> right. At the I, time, yeah, I thought I thought I really ate with that clip, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a nothing clip. I um, I love. I, I
1: think that's really good advice because I think right now I, I'm not going to necessarily mince my words. I, there's a lot of there's a lot of creators that are like I'm so burnt out on DVD because of the meta, and I think the meta might play part into it. But I think people, especially creators, play this game twenty four seven, and then they burn yeah. out. Whether it's the meta or it's not, I because I don't. You could say it's the meta, but whether it was some other meta, you would be burnt out right now. Yeah, um, and, and I, <laughs> I think I think it's really good to like take a break. It's okay mm-hmm. to take a break. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. Humans shouldn't do this. Like, <laughs> we yeah. should. Oh, play totally. Just one game. Um, yeah, but also like humble yourselves, and 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 I think it's really important to remember how weird this game is. Like we're fortunate it exists because nothing can seem to exist in this space that does nearly as well. And, um, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not big behavior shill or anything like that, yeah. but like it, it, it's a cool thing. And I've, it's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've met a lot of cool people because of it. And so I, I think yeah. if I trim the fat, I'm like, I'm oh, metas whatever. And I just play. And if I lose whatever, or if I win, whatever, yeah. or, I, and I just, think about like how cool it is I get to experience it. I think that really takes it home for me and going back and watching Mm -hmm. the old goofy clips or the weird bugs or the, some of the jank from three years ago. It's
0: it's
1: nice. It's nice. (laughs) I would encourage everybody to take a step back. And if you find yourself frustrated, kind of maybe try to find your own center and
0: what the, your experience has been. So, yeah. Oh, exactly. And yeah, that I think what you're saying is, really important for people to absorb that because like, um, like you said earlier when you're a variety content creator, or if you try to do variety, you're going to watch your numbers plummet. Like we all, we all pay attention to that, whether it's in the moment or afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, we do notice these things as content creators. And for me, if I play anything, not named dead by daylight, I tend (laughs) to like, I tend to like tank pretty hard, but yeah, um, I, at the same time, my mental health is far more important than any kind of, yeah. you know, numbers that, and, and the, when we say numbers, we're talking about people too. That's what drives me crazy. It's like, yeah. we're talking about people, right? Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: the number of people who are like hanging out with us. Like, yes. I don't, I, I cringe a little when I say numbers. Cause like, yeah, we're, we're talking about people. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. But I even had a chat with that about, uh, with May from, uh, you know, senior community manager from dead by daylight talking about burnout. And I was like, you know what? I, I took about a week, week and a half and I streamed the quarry and I had a blast and it was super fun. And for the people who were there with me, we all had a good time. And she's like, yeah, it's important to do these things too. Yeah. Play other games. <laughs> like you don't have to be fo- so focused on just that one game and. Um yeah, for content creators, I think that's really important to keep in mind. And mm-hmm. and if you're feeling any kind of burnout, just take a couple streams and play something in the horror realm. And yeah. people really yeah. respond well to that. Play The Quarry, play Until Dawn, play whatever, Mortuary Assistant. And uh people seem to really enjoy when you stay in the horror genre, which which I find to be a lot of fun so
1: yeah yeah definitely do other things
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah now on that topic like um before you focus on dead by daylight what what were some games you streamed on your on your channel because i think in a previous video i think you've said you've been in like the content creation space for like 10 years yeah Is that right? um <laughs> in, in some form or another yeah when yeah. i when
1: i was like 16 i picked up a a camera and i I was recording like skateboarding videos for my oh friends. cool those videos still exist out there so oh, that's awesome yeah um, <laughs> you know i did a bunch of editing and stuff and then i i did um a youtube channel with a with a friend that was meant to be like a let's play type of channel okay um so we just play you know when destiny one launched all those years ago like we did oh, a wow. let's play of that yeah um but on Twitch, yeah, it, it was, you know, humble beginnings. Um it was, you know, Overwatch and then it was like Dark Souls, Demon Souls and um mm-hmm. stuff like that. I did uh I did a, a Zelda Thon right before Breath of the Wild came out. So I had like a few months of just playing every single Zelda game. Oh, cool. Fun. Yeah. Um and then I played only Splatoon for a long time, competitive oh, Splatoon LA. player.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> nice.
1: That was a that was a wild time. Um yeah. I played uh I, I think the game I had the longest stint with was Warframe. I was a Warframe okay. partner. Um so I oh, cool. worked with them for two years, I think. Okay. Two and a half. Um, but I burnt out because it, it's a single yeah. player game, so there's less yeah. s- sort of things happening. Eventually you kind of mm-hmm. hit that cap and um mm-hmm. Luckily, Dead by Daylight as a multiplayer game, the the challenge of skill and like the, the weird variety between matches keeps it interesting. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I did I did Warframe for a long time. And then I, I kind of went back to variety because I just I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And yeah, some, you know, for a while we did like really chill Stardew Valley streams in the morning, just like 6am oh, nice. have a coffee and did that for a long <laughs> yeah. time. And but uh, yeah, oh, I I couldn't quite stick with the the single player games and stuff like that. Was always like I kind of just was burning out and and switching uh, from single player to single player was tough. So yeah, uh, I, I needed to find somewhere that would keep me engaged where I could like make tutorial videos and stuff because I feel like I'm mm-hmm. good at that. I feel like that's oh yeah the skill I have. Um, and so I was like, I want to figure out something I can teach people, but something that's not going to get very stale. And mm-hmm. I know me is like I'm. I'm pretty competitive person. So yeah. I was like, what's, what's unique, what has a good base. And I, I enjoyed dead by daylight and I kind of just plucked myself in here. Um, but cool. yeah, it was, I feel like it was almost anything under the sun for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of Nintendo, a lot of Warframe and then. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. we all, we all arrive at it in various ways. And I, I love hearing everybody else's stories of like how you came through the content creation world. Like, years and years and years ago i used to and i would do it just for my friends cuz we we played a uh, competitive nhl there's nice. a mode called uh, ea shl where you just control one player through the whole game and oh. each person just plays one position so you're on comms you're you're talking you're like okay i'm i'm going to i'm going to dump the puck in let's chase it in let's pin him against the board well we're calling all these plays and stuff and I was like, I should record some of these, but I didn't have capture card back then. So yeah, I had a Sony cyber shot. I would like stack up yeah. a bunch of books and I'd aim it at my screen and I'd hit record and I'd <laughs> upload each period. And my buddies loved it. And, uh, those still exist somewhere <laughs> on YouTube. Oh, I
1: love that so much. so <laughs> <And>,
0: uh, <laughs> and uh that was a really fun time but at the time i was like man i was sitting on content like i could have been i i even bought a really one of the i think it was one of the i think it was the first elgato capture card it was like i think it captured 720p it might have been 1080i at 30 fps or something like that but it, it wasn't great but uh I had aspirations of creating stuff, but I just, I was too lazy. I was just like, I don't have the patience for this kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, editing or whatever. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I've come to love it though. How, how do you feel about the, the editing process and all Ugh. of that? Um, <laughs> it's Be been as it's honest been, as you want. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's been loving. Hey, I mean, yeah. when, when it was my full-time job, you, you get to that point of like, overanalyzing every little detail of the editing process and the oh, thumbnail. Him. Cause you're like, it has to do well so I can play rules. Um, yeah. so I mean, I, I really enjoy editing. Like uh, yeah. even back when I was making skate videos, like syncing things up to music and learning transitions mm-hmm. and like, hell yeah. Um That's cool. But, you know, for a while, I lost that passion because I was just so worried about being sure that something was good in comparison to like, it's, it's like trying to predict what other people will like. Like I, well, I think the people would like if I did, it's it drives you nuts. Um, mm. so I ended up getting a, a day job this year that I now don't rely on content at all for, yeah. uh, for any of, and, and it's, I, that passion is just, I, I love creating stuff. Um, cool it's something me and my partner talk about a lot of like, mm-hmm. there's no way that I could ever just work a nine to five and come home yeah. and read some books. And we like, I, there's, there's a creative drive to, to make oh, yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I, yeah, I, I don't know where else I'd put that energy really. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I, do love editing and, and refining that I, I've gotten to the point now, like a lot of people like the thumbnails and stuff I, I do. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm actually outsourcing those now because, there's a lot of time going into the creation process that I just don't have anymore. Um, Oh yeah. So I have to kind of divorce myself from some of the parts that I love the most. Um, Mm -hmm. But you know, uh, I, I, I I still really enjoy it a lot.
0: That's cool. I like that. Cause yeah, I've I've watched some of your videos and I do appreciate there are little things that you do that are just engaging, right? Like you you adjust the camera folk, like you you zoom in, you zoom Mm -hmm. out and it's very subtle but it's effective, right? It's, it's what right. works. And, <laughs> um, you. you know, and, uh, not everybody does that. So I appreciate it when, when people do things like that, because it is, it is more engaging. It is more eye catching and, uh, and you'll seamlessly bounce between like, you'd be showing gameplay and then you'll bring your face into the picture yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And you'll let yourself dissolve into the background and focus on the gameplay and, to me, that's just, that's just, that's what engagement's all about, right? Like that's, that's like, that's cool. I like seeing stuff like that because <laughs> I know what it's, I, I know that there's time that goes into that, right? Like it's, yeah. you don't just press a button and then it just happens. You have to like oh, cut sections everything. and yeah. then you're like, okay, zoom in here. Okay. Zoom out here. And like, okay. Mm-hmm remove my face here, but keep my voice in here. Like there, there's so much that goes into uh, a process like that. And the thing is, yeah. um, my brother sent me a a clip. I think it was on TikTok. It was Mr. Beast mm-hmm. being interviewed by, I think it was like a hundred thieves or something like that on their podcast. Yeah. And he said that people, whether they know it or not consciously or subconsciously, they realize when you've put a lot of work into something. So if you're doing some kind of transitional shot, if you're doing just one shot and it's like, if it's a cool edit, like if you, even if you spend a crazy amount of time on just this tiny little section, people will recognize that and and appreciate that and respond to it in a positive way. So I I think when it comes to content creation, especially YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, you get out of it. What you put in, if you're just putting clips out there, nothing Mm -hmm. cool going for it. No transitions, no zoom ins, no added memes, anything. (laughs) Yeah. It's not going to be as fun. It's like, I always call that stuff like the spice. Like like that's the spice you add to your, to your, to your protein. The, the, steak you're cooking you know yeah nobody wants a plain boring steak you gotta add a little bit of pepper and salt and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and the pepper and salt that's the the zoom ins that's the memes you might be adding sound effects you might add stuff stuff like that so yeah i constantly think about that kind of thing and yeah 100 percent Are are there any content creators like outside of the DVD space that you enjoy consuming and maybe draw inspiration from at all?
1: Oh, um, that's a, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, I think most of us gravitate, like I still watch like Jacksepticeye videos, whether it's like his, his TikTok comp. I don't watch this gameplay stuff as much as I watch like his kind of like random compilation things. Mm -hmm. Um, the the new stuff that like Markiplier has done with just like he's gotten into videography in like a really interesting and weird way uh, oh, cool. has been really cool. But even um, there's a there's a Warzone creator uh, named Sally. Uh, Sally mm-hmm. is a dog, I think is his full handle. But he does okay. short form content in such a unique like it's clips from his stream, but then he'd like creates a story out of it and like weaves Mm -hmm. it like edits it. It's, it's so cool. Um, yeah. So I, I think, uh, I think a lot of that stuff has been really helpful to give me some guidance on like originality Mm -hmm. and weirdness and like what we can do. Um, but uh, outside of that, I actually don't have a lot of time to consume content. That's actually something that's been rough Uh, is if I, if I'm working my day job, like I, I work from home, and Mm -hmm. I have a YouTube video pulled up, I will get distracted. I will. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I have to cut down on a lot Mm -hmm. of that stuff, but there are creators I continuously go back to that. I think are consistently like kind of beacons for innovation and like really entertaining.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think that's a big part of when it comes to content creation, I I think it's really good to consume a a certain amount just to at least get inspiration from people. Like there's, There's one TikToker, um, her name's the Corcade, Cade, um, Cade for short, has created, I think, four or five TikToks so far. And each one has been just a super banger. Like you can tell yeah. they put like 48 hours into this 45 yeah. second clip and, um, the edits are just so clean. It goes so nicely with the music and, um, it's super fun and entertaining to watch. And I'm just like, man, okay. I need to step up my game to. I love that. Enter this, this level that Kate is at. like, okay, I've been, I've been slacking lately. I need to. And for me, I I don't see that as like, you know, competition, whatever, because we're creating different kinds of content. But for me, I just get inspired and I'm just like, okay, let's refocus. Let's recenter ourselves. And, uh, Let's put some more effort into it. Like, like this person who's working their butt off to put out good stuff. Yeah. Um,
1: it's, it's easy to fall into a groove too of like your own way of doing things. But then you, you see some kind of like what you said, you see somebody else's spice, spiced and you go, damn, my spice got a little bland, I think. And
0: <laughs> yeah. <kinda laughs> oh yeah. So that, de- yeah, that definitely happens. Um, and I wanted to touch on something too, that um, you posted briefly about this on Twitter, how you, uh, you need to stream earlier in the morning just so you can get yeah, more yeah. accomplished with your day and like mm-hmm. how do you balance that like time with your partner, time with your plants and pets and friends, mm-hmm. family, cooking That's food, a, eating food uh, yeah <laughs> I know like, streaming I life. editing um, t- editing YouTube videos, like how do you find that balance, and what are things that you're like conscious of when you're like hey i'm I'm happier? I'm not so happy.
1: That's, um, I think when I spend every day worrying about content, I'm not happy. Um, I I think that's like a good baseline Uh, and uh, that might differ from person to person, but like I spent five years already streaming and trying to do YouTube and and spending every day, like worried about content. And I missed a good five years, you know, I just wasn't with friends and I wasn't like learning how to cook good food or reading books or, you know, like there's so much to do. Um, Mm -hmm so so the way I approach it now is I try to be intentional with the content that I'm streaming and mm-hmm. turn that into YouTube content so the boot camps yeah. that we stream they become great YouTube videos I think um and, and that doesn't work for everybody and that won't work and you know we uh the days we don't do boot camp videos i did i did like 50 perkless killer matches right um yeah. and that we turn that into like a, so it was like research that played into several videos that I'm going to make. So I Mm -hmm. I was very intentional with my stream time instead of just being like, ah, I get to sit here and just play games. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I take, um, I only stream three days a week. My partner's really very kind and flexible and and the streams are typically, typically I say, um, about four hours long. They're not lengthy. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I think the thing with Twitch is, and I, I've come to realize this over time is like eight to nine to ten hour streams. They they work for a lot of people. I I don't mm-hmm. think you need to do that. I think you can do if you're going to spend eight hours, I'd spend four on Twitch and then four making a YouTube video. And, and yeah, um, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, my focus for 2023 is primarily YouTube focused because mm-hmm. you know you get views while you sleep. You you don't. Yeah. You edit the video, you put it out, and it's just out there getting. You know. Um with Twitch, you have to kind of be perpetually sort of like online or live. And so, you know, when I, when I'm addressing for me, I realize that like, I I do want to grow. It's not my job on Twitch necessarily Mm -hmm. anymore, but so when I'm doing later evening streams, I've already been up. I've been working all day. I'm sitting down to stream and I'm like, I'm, I'm tired. So somebody coming in with weird energy I, I don't, I don't have quite the patience that I would like to have to deal with that. Or mm-hmm. if numbers drop, it's easier to be down on myself. Cause I, I don't, I, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, so, you know, doing, we, we switched to midday streams, but they interfere too much with my work schedule and, and oh, it's yeah. been hard to get done. So now we're doing, yeah. all right, well, we're just going to stream before I work. Um, yeah you know, wake up with some coffee and chat. Um, and so we're, I'm just trying to find a space where I have good energy for stream. Cause why do it if I don't have the right energy? Yeah. While also being able to make that content for YouTube at the same time and get my, my job done so that at five, when I clock out, it's just me and my partner and we just hang out and we, we yeah. do whatever we want. We walk the dogs, make good food. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, and, and weekends I try if we hit this cadence and then I went on vacation, but on weekends I try not to do any content, which okay. sounds blasphemous. But, yeah. um, yeah. she lets me stream, you know, during the, she didn't let me, but you know what I mean? I know. Um, yeah. yeah. She's cool yeah. with it. Um, but, uh, you know, I stream during the week and then sometimes I might need to edit during the week, but then Saturday, Sunday, those are our days, you know? Um, yeah. Typically speaking. So Cool. It's just, it's, it's a lot of open dialogue um, and Mm -hmm. it's figuring out what is healthiest for me. Um, If I want to grow on Twitch, I don't think that staying on Twitch, you know, eight hours a day is smart. I think making really smart TikToks or really smart YouTube shorts is like the way to make the Twitch bigger without putting time into Twitch. So uh,
0: yeah. Oh, totally. It's
1: just trying to be strategic, but like for me, it's, you know, I, I miss I, I read a few books over the um the, the holiday break and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm about to finish the, the ring book that Sadako's from. And I was, it's oh, such no a good way. book. So yeah, cool. I'm so excited to finish that. And right on, you know, it, it's just, there's, there's a lot of life out there and, and I, mm-hmm. I missed it for a long time and it sucks that I had to miss it to find out I was missing it.
0: But, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. And I, I touched on that and I think it was when I interviewed may it's like, you know, the things that like the content we create especially it gets better with the more life you've lived you know the more I, I agree the more you're culturing yourself the more you're reading watching movies watching shows um spending time with your loved ones spending time with pets you yeah. know i know you're really into plants too right like there that's got to <laughs> be really enriching in your life so yeah while you're doing all of these things, you're filling yourself with life experiences and that just better equips you for having more fun conversations while you're streaming on Twitch. And I agree. Um, I, I think that applies to so many things in life because, you know, like I, I used to write online film criticism mm-hmm. and, you know, 20 year old me, <laughs> doesn't know nearly as much about love as, you know, current age me. <laughs> you know, watching a romantic film and when I was a little kid is a much different experience than it is now. Now that yeah. I've you know I've been with my wife for I think we're going on like sixteen years or something Congrats, like that. Congrats, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, having all of that love in my heart and going through that journey. And we still talk about it. We're still on the journey. We're still, I'm still trying to win her heart, even though I have it and, you know, doing, doing things to, to, to try make her love me more and stuff like that. (laughs) You know, like I'm still on that journey. And, um, to me, I think that just really comes out in anything that I do. And I, I think that probably applies for all of us, you know, and, I think that's important. And yeah, I saw a TikTok where you, you kind of talked about something similar to that when you're talking about like creating art and how important yeah. that is to self fulfillment.
1: Yeah. I think, I, I don't remember where I quite heard it, but um, I think the big thing for creation is when when I was focused on just content creation, that kind of just became my identity. And so when mm-hmm. the content wasn't doing great, it meant that I was not like worth people watching. Oh, you know, it, it really yeah. reflected on me personally, which has a lot to do with like my my own well-being and mental health and that journey. But, you know, the more I branch out and I put the content down and I take care of my plants or I am a good father or I am with the, the dog or mm-hmm. with my partner, the more I have these like other buckets in my life, the OK. So my content, you know, this video just completely didn't do well.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: I still have so much else in my life that kind of indicates who I am and, and fills me with like self-worth and, and love and mm-hmm. gratitude that like, it, I I kind of don't feel the need to put so much pressure on content. So I think it, that kind of plays into maybe, I think when we're younger, we don't realize that. I think we kind of just put full gas on one thing. And, yeah. um, I think as you get older, you maybe kind of see things maybe for what they are and you kind of, you find other ways to to you know things are good life is good your bills are paid yeah. uh you mm-hmm. know we have we have we have food you know we we read books together we hang out like life is good yeah. so what my video didn't do super hot you know yeah. so <clears throat> yeah I think you know finding other buckets to validate yourself with is important.
0: Oh totally. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Um I also wanted to talk to you uh, about your podcast because you're you're a podcaster too, like, and um, I've listened to some episodes. You and Hydro have really great chemistry, and thank you, Hydro. I swear, has the best laugh on the whole planet. He does. And, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've been in Hydro streams a bit here and there, and I've never not had a good time. I and, know um, it's incredible. Yeah, how did you guys come up with that? And like, what's been your journey since the the creation of the podcast? And how how does it how does, how does it feel to be a podcaster? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? clears
1: throat> um, it, it's how it started is, is literally, I had no clue who Hydro was. No, okay. no idea. Um, oh, wow. I put out a tweet that was like, Hey, I, I want to start a podcast. Like I, I want to do a DVD podcast. Um, yeah. cause I feel like I have so many things to say, but like, I, I, I want to put them out there in like a, a sort of different way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Drew responded and was like, yeah, I'd, uh, sure. I'd be down. So I was like, mm-hmm. I have no idea who you are. So I watched like, oh. some of the streams and I was like, your energy is so different than mine. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I am so much more like subdued. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And, and Hydro has just like this uh, exuberance about him. And, and, you know, so I was like, yeah, I, that's you're a perfect counterbalance. I, I like mm-hmm. where your head's at. You're respectful. You're so it. It we sat down and it, it was awkward. The first few were, weird. you know, we don't know each other super well, but, um, I think it's been two years now almost. And, uh, you know, we text each other now we check in on each other. Like he is such an incredible, like he, I I think he's the heavy for the, for the Mm -hmm. podcast. He really brings it all. (laughs) Um, so I, uh, in terms of doing the podcast, me and him always sit down and we're like, this is the most fun out of the content that we make. Like streaming's yeah. great, YouTube's great, but like we, when we sit in, and we kind of just uh, shoot the shit, for lack of a better term, and oh yeah, yeah. It, it it is the is the most fun out of the con because there's you record it and then you don't really have to edit it too much. You kind of just yeah put yeah. it up and then you know yeah. um we we really we don't stress about numbers or who watches it or the best mm-hmm. thumbnails or you know we just kind of put it up there and yeah um it's it's really it's really rewarding it's really fulfilling to to mm-hmm. do actually um and uh i i i wouldn't trade hydro for the world um I, mm. I couldn't ask for a better co-host so it's i'm very thankful for that to have kind of weirdly landed how it did um yeah. it could have been anybody else but it,
0: i'm glad oh it totally to, so yeah the, i think that's really that's a cool story because i you know, with the chemistry you two have, I would have thought you guys like grew up together and you're like neighbors <laughs> and like best friends in college, you know. I yeah. I uh finding that kind of person to podcast with is is really difficult to do. And uh it is stressful when you're talking with new people. And of course I bring new people on like all the time. I'm in it constantly like trying to interview people in the in the community. Mm-hmm. And it's tough, like reaching out to people, being like, "Hey, yeah, uh, I've, you know, you, you may have seen me in your streams, and yeah, we get along on on Twitter, but do you want to, you know, ha- sit down and chat with me for like an hour, and yeah, be on camera and talk about whatever comes up, and um, but yeah, no, I was really excited when uh when I listened to your podcast, and and of course hanging out in, in uh y'all's streams." or YouTube videos. Um, yeah, I'm just like, yo, that, that's great chemistry and that's really good energy, especially in this community where, you know, we have so many people out there who want to, who are like the opposite. We'll just say they're the opposite of that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think it's a good, it's a a good balance. Um, but yeah, I, I love dro's energy and just, uh, yeah, the, the, Dro's laugh just brings <laughs> me energy and joy. So mm-hmm. it, I think that's really good to have out there. And um but yeah, it's been uh yeah, it's been fun uh getting to to know you through Twitter and through your content. And uh yeah, I'm really I'm really excited for you for the future because um yeah, you're one of the good people out there and Oh, that's man, not to yeah. say there's not <laughs> that many but you know what i mean like i think yeah. when we find good people out there it's good to just like okay i'm gonna keep this person really close to me you whatever sure, yeah. capacity that them. means <laughs> youtube twitch uh twitter all that fun stuff but uh yeah it's been it's been a fun journey like getting to know people through this process yeah. and yeah. and uh
1: I appreciate that. I mean, I, I think just as an aside, I think that goes two ways. Uh, there was a point where you popped up on my feed for interviewing one person and then you were interviewing several people and I was like, it just keeps coming up. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and like, it, it goes the same way. I, I think um, there, there's a lot of, uh, I don't want to say dubious or questionable content. There's a lot of content being made now that, that just goes a direction that I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with, you know? And, mm-hmm. and so, um, and not, not saying that I, Feel any ill will towards anyone or anything, but yeah. like I, I, I do want to stick to people that, um, that that kind of are of the same mind and and that are really focused on the the right energy instead of the wrong energies and things like yeah. that. Yeah, so it, it goes both ways, and I appreciate you saying that.
0: Yeah, it it, it can get really sticky out there, right? When it yeah. comes to, I played against, like, let's just use using as, as an example. If I played against, I played against Dylan. And Dylan got mad and was like, "These these kids are just pre dropping pallets, and they get their flashlights out, and oh, I'm so pissed off!" Like, yeah, we've seen those clips. We've we've mm-hmm. seen, uh, and the thing is, I pr- I do appreciate the people who are out there who are like masking their identity. They're like,
1: sure. yeah, exactly, pitch
0: adjusting their voice. They're blurring out their camera. That I can understand, but there there's. There's one clip that was going around. Yeah. You may know the one I'm talking about. There was one clip that was going around of a streamer who clearly was going through something. Was There's something going on behind the scenes where you're like, this person's raging, but I, I don't know if it's really – I don't really know if it's about Dead by Daylight. And a lot of the comments were people just pointing and laughing, essentially. And, uh, you know, we – Later, learned that person was going through a tough personal time. Think he was, it was his father's birthday, and his father had recently passed away, and just, you know, probably shouldn't have been streaming. And after that, shortly after that game, did step away and say, Okay, I'm going to not stream and call it a night. And yeah, I don't know about you, I've had nights like that where. Whether I'm streaming or off stream, I'll just be like, things are not going my way. Mm -hmm. I do get upset while I play the game. I'm, I'm human. Um, but yeah, for somebody to put it on blast and I don't think that was their intention. Like, I think this person genuinely was just like, Hey, this is funny. And, Mm -hmm. but the thing is that tweet with the video blew up. I think everybody in the community saw it and yeah. Where do we draw that line? like what's what's acceptable? Uh, what's not acceptable it's it's tough, mm-hmm. right
1: yeah and and who gets to be the person who deems things acceptable is like also mm-hmm. you know, it it's it's always i'm yeah, there's obviously things that are super unacceptable mm-hmm. i I will say on my mental health journey, um I used to be a rage monster, um okay. I would take. All the stresses of the day, whether it was like I don't have enough money to get my bills covered or relationship stress and I would come and play and then I'd get online and try to play a game and then that game wouldn't go well and I would just blow up, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and that uh, that is still something I struggle with. I've done a lot of personal development to, to like be mm-hmm. able to brush things off. I'm so much I don't rage anymore. That's the good news. Um, but I, uh... You know, even even recently, uh, I played. Uh, I think earlier this year, I played in a tournament for for Whispers, and um, mm-hmm. I just got decimated. I just played real bad as oh. killer, and mm-hmm. I took it so hard. And I'm I'm sure a lot of people would have looked at that moment and been like, "It's a game." Man. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I wasn't like raging yelling, but I was I was like I was beating myself up internally. Like, I felt oh, like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Man man, you're dumb. Like like you, you should have done this, 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 you know, and that, that boils down to my personal journey. But I think that's the thing is like, there are clearly racism, misogyny, like these, Mm. these tick boxes, not okay, but people that are are just raging or being really down or real, there might be something we don't know there. And then then we have to kind of be very like careful and and it, it takes, it's hard for somebody to find or it should develop an internal barometer for what the, like what the telltale signs of somebody who's in distress versus somebody who's just a mean spirited person. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I think we should always be curious. It's like, are they, are they a bad, like mean person? Or is this just like maybe a one offer?
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: I agree with you there. Yeah.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. And then, um, the the other interesting thing that came up through that whole process is when people did learn about that guy with what was what was really going on behind the scenes there was a lot of empathy which i'm really i'm really happy that yes. a lot of people did express empathy going okay yeah maybe probably shouldn't have been streaming at the time you know hopefully that person learned through this process but it's really unfortunate they learned through every single person in the dbd community with a twitter account yeah. seeing you at your lowest point, your most vulnerable point um the interesting thing that interesting thing that came up through this is uh lilypie101 who um mm. has been on the receiving end of a lot of harassment it, it, the worst forms of online harassment, you know, racism and hatred for things that are so much smaller than what that person was doing but some of these people sustained that hatred for months and months and months and months and to this day we'll be in our streams and like bringing that weird energy to her community so yeah how do we find that balance of like hey you know here's a black content creator who's getting hatred and not getting the same empathy As this person who more or less, we, we don't know at all, but Mm -hmm. we all know Lily, right? Why aren't we rallying around Lily a little bit more? And it's, I think that's just one really awful, sad example of standards that are different for everybody. And Uh uh, I really hope we can reach a point where we can all just have more empathy And rally around people who are receiving attacks that are unwarranted and uh, yeah that's something I've been trying to be more conscious of especially since and, and sadly that's how I met Lily it was through all the tweets that were going around going like people saying hateful things and I was like well I gotta I gotta check this out and I went to her streams and I had, a. I brought her on my podcast and mm-hmm. we had a good time and I've really enjoyed being in her streams and she just brings, I think, great energy to the community. Yet yeah. There's this small pocket of people who are weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think so much of that boils down to like who fights back and who doesn't. Right. I think that's Lily's yeah. obviously a fighter. And so I oh, think yeah. a lot of people want to pretend that that's like antagonistic or they want to pretend mm-hmm. like. And that that plays into such a ridiculous racial double standard of the expectation of black women. And it's it's beyond frustrating. I feel like the DVD community drinks from that well over and over and over again somehow. But it's Mm -hmm. gaming as a whole, too. and. Yeah, You know, uh, we've had a lot of discussions. I mean, even last night on stream about like proximity chat and DVD and stuff like that. And I was like, mm, because the, if you see the amount of harassment people like Lily go through or sister mm-hmm. Karen went through. Yeah. Like, what last year when the Bubba masks were removed? Like, oh, yeah, it, just just that kind of stuff. Imagine that in the game and like live, like someone's voice. that's the we haven't proven as a community we've earned that right so oh yeah um it's it's ridiculous the amount of double standards and it's it's i think a lot of people are definitely more likely to stick up for someone who looks like them Mm -hmm. and i think that's something i think everybody needs to take a moment and be like do i do that you know Um, yeah oh yeah i i i probably don't stick up for for Lily enough and things like that so Mm -hmm. um i think we all need to have those moments of like reflection on that stuff too because yeah it's that that is an interesting point of like that one tweet caught virality but for lily it's these sustained periods of like repetitious harassment and and oh yeah why 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 has why has that not hit some sort of critical mass and blow mm-hmm. back and yeah yeah
0: yeah exactly so yeah that's some of the things i i, I enjoy talking about because they're tough conversations to have but i think they're essential and i think that's like where the good stuff is it's like if we can if there's anybody listening who is like oh yeah you know what now that now that they mention it yeah maybe we should be more critical of these people who are bringing weird energy to a wonderful human being maybe we should rally together and say hey Stop, stop doing that. You over there, stop doing that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, we can have exactly. more of that a little bit. Um, but yeah, mm. but I, I think that's a whole different conversation. It is. That is a <laughs> whole, that, it's a
1: conversation that should never stop either. So. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Uh, but okay. yeah, I do want to be conscious of the time because, uh, yeah, I do. Um, you know, I thank you for being so generous with your time and oh, for nice, yeah. taking the time. Cause, um, yeah, especially as of late, you're somebody I really look up to because yeah. you're very opinionated and you back up your opinions yeah. <laughs> with really valid points. And I think we need more of that in this community because, like, you know, I've, I, and it's not just Dead by Daylight, you know, I've seen you tweet about a lot of like social issues, which I think are very important mm-hmm. using your platform to make people aware of certain situations. Like, right. I think that's really important to do um, as an influencer, you know, like it's, it's important to keep people informed and let people know where you're stand, where you stand. And um, that's something I admire greatly. So yeah, keep, keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And at, at the end of every conversation, I do like to give people a chance to, you know, talk about anything you're working on and where people can find your work and all that fun stuff,
1: yeah. Um, good news, I have the same name everywhere. So Dylan KG. Um, really, the the YouTube is where I want people to check out. You know, we we stream only three days a week. The times may not work out for you, but if you want examples of the work that we're trying to do, is you know, for me, <clears throat> I, I'm really focusing on trying to help new players or or current players of Dead by Daylight enjoy the game without feeling like they need to win every match, right? It's we're, yeah. we're trying to teach people because I. When, we, when you talk about teaching dead by daylight, it's like, Oh, win at all costs run all, No, we're, we're trying to teach you strategies and thought processes, but we also are trying to teach you that it's okay to lose and to have empathy. So mm-hmm. I, we, we are really trying to be sure we're not going too hardcore with like teaching people. So we have the boot camp series on YouTube. It, it hasn't, you know, struck fire um, necessarily, but I am really passionate and proud of that content, and mm-hmm. um, I would love if anybody listening checked that out. Um, and mm-hmm. from there, you can find us on Twitch and Twitter, and um, you can find our podcast "I'm All Ears" on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and things like that as well. So,
0: very cool. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you again. And yeah, uh, anybody listening, uh, please go check out "I'm All Ears" podcast and uh check out my podcast too of course Um, of course and of course drop ratings uh on both podcasts it it helps with the algorithm Mm -hmm. in spotify you have to do it in the app and for like apple podcasts i think you could do it on your pc but definitely Mm -hmm. on your app write reviews send it to your grandma send it to your auntie (laughs) send it to your cousins you know send it to um if you're a teacher, send it to your class, you know, right. get your students listening. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> all of these things really do add up. The shares, the they do. The, the, the likes, uh, the feedback. Um, it really does help. So yeah. uh, Dylan, yeah. thank you very much for doing this. I really oh, appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, door, doors always open. You can always come back. We can we'll open that arms. can of worms. We'll do that way. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. That's funny because like somebody mentioned that like months ago. They're like, hey, you guys should do a crossover event. And I'm like, I don't really know them though. And I don't I don't know if they know me. And well, we fixed it now. We're good. That's right. (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. And uh, anybody listening, thank you very much for being here. And I'll talk with you next time.